Do the work required to discover what your core values are. The one major thing that it's going to help more than anything else is it's going to help you to hire better. And that is huge to run a successful company is making sure that you're getting the right people in the right seats. And you need to hire those people, not just according to their technical skills, but also according to their cultural fit. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metal Working Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts, business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. Hello, Metalworking Nation. Jim here for Making Chips. Glad to have you tune us in this time. I'm here in our downtown Chicago studio with my very good friend and co-host, Jason Zanger. Jason, welcome. Hello, hello. Yeah, good to have you here. Great to be here. Yeah, I feel good. I'm pretty amped up, and I'm ready to talk about some exciting stuff today. Really kind of surprised me about my own self and my company that just happened in the last few days. And, and I'm excited for you. And I'd like to yeah. think that I was maybe a little influential in this you whole were. journey that you've gone down. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm very excited. I think it's good. Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad to be here today. I'm glad to be sharing all of this great wisdom, this collaborative wisdom that we have and uh, the experiences that we're learning. Yeah, just this, co- this collaborative wisdom that we yeah. all have as a metalworking nation, as a, yeah. uh, a bunch of manufacturing leaders all figuring out how to do this better and elevate our game. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. So let's talk about manufacturing news so we can get onto that. Yes. So the manufacturing news that I have, the title of the article is Ford Cancels Plans to Build Plant in Mexico Will Invest in Michigan. Awesome. Sounds awesome. I wish my shop was in Michigan. There might be making a resurgence over there for the people that probably bought property out in Michigan. They might be really, you know, getting some dividends eventually. So- Basically, what what happened is that Ford is canceling a $1.6 billion with a investment, with a B, a with a B. $1.6 wow. billion dollar investment in a plant in Mexico to invest $700 million in Detroit's Flat Rock assembly plant. So what I believe that they're doing here is that instead of building a plant from scratch for $1.6 billion, they're going to be spending over half of that to retrofit an existing plant that they're probably not using, which which great. I mean, not only are they spending over half the amount, but they're going to be doing it here in the United Jobs, States. Jobs, resources, putting the money back into the country, making the people in Michigan, in the Midwest, yeah, giving the them hope. Entire United States, giving I those know. people in the Midwest hope. The people in Michigan who've been kind of beaten down for for a long time. So they're I calling, wonder what what spiked that. What was the, why did Ford automatically say was it political? I, I'm going to read. I'm going to read you a yeah, quote from um, CEO Mark Fields. Okay, go. We look at all the factors, and our view is we see a more positive U.S. manufacturing business environment under President-elect Trump okay. and the pro-growth policies and proposals 
proposals that he is talking about. So this is a vote of confidence for President-elect Trump and some of the policies that they may be pursuing. Very That's good. That's powerful. That's powerful. No doubt about it. Um, And it even said that Ford Vice Chairman Bill Ford called Trump to inform the president of the decision. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's that's great. It is. I I mean, you know, Bill Ford, the namesake of of the company, called, you know, Trump. And it also says that he called Vice President Mike Pence. Okay. So, Jason. Who's a Midwest boy just, just like us. He's from Indiana. How do we, as small Midwest manufacturers... How do we harness that? How do we get a piece of that? Is it gonna? Is it gonna audit? It's gonna trickle down. It's, I, you I, think in so? Some way or another, it's it's going to directly affect Jim Carr and Jason Zenger. Okay. It's going to because I hope you know. I hope you're right. I mean, a huge investment. I mean, just jobs. I mean, so just taking one component of what you do. So there's going to be more printing done because there's going to be more people in the United States reading newspapers. So you're going to have more jobs from your printing customer. Right. My, my, my customer that makes a lot of uh, firearm parts, he's going, there's going to be more people in Detroit. They're going to be out hunting and replacing their firearms because they have good jobs in Detroit now. Right. You know, um, my customer right, that dis- their disposable income. Will yeah. Go up, so, yeah. My, right. my, my customer that, you know, makes, parts for the aerospace industry, there's going to be more people flying here in the United States, more landing gear wearing out that needs to be replaced. And those are just indirect things. I mean, what about the people that are going to see trickle down from the direct automotive products that are being manufactured like an Aaron Weagle um, and his company? They do a ton of automotive. They do. So he's going to see some trickle down there. Uh, it, it, It all sounds really, really, really great. And um, I'm glad to see that uh, the country is moving in that direction because we really need a paradigm there, shift. There's hope. There is You know, hope. and there it's great hope. to hear that. I yeah. mean, it's one thing to talk about hope, and it's it's another thing to actually make plans to revitalize the country and bring back these manufacturing jobs. Yeah. And this isn't fake news you're reading, is it? Cause you, I hope that's, not. That's an all the... Um, who, what is that article from? You know, this whole concept... Yeah, what is that? Have you been the, This about whole that? concept about fake news. The people that... Okay, so one of the things that I've noticed about this whole fake news things, and I don't want to get down a, yeah, too much we of a rabbit hole there, rabbit but, hole but let me here, just but, say this really briefly. Yeah. I've definitely seen people accuse certain news articles of being fake news when actually, from my perspective, it looked like real news. They just didn't like it. So they do ooh, that in order to ooh, just ooh. you know try to reduce... The credibility of that news article by calling it fake. Well, there's you know, I don't I don't agree with this. So th- this article came out of the uh, Detroit Free Press. Okay, so, so I, I would say it's pretty legitimate. But yeah. you know yep. what? You you have to you you really have to be diligent in researching you know what you read because there can be things out there that are not legitimate. There needs to be credibility in the news source that you go after. You know what I mean? I I always tend to look at the big boys. Yeah, you got to look at the big boys and you got to make sure is this an opinion piece? Is this an attack piece? Sometimes I feel like news articles (laughs) that are slanted either, you know, too far to the right or too far to the left, there's a lack of credibility there because have you ever heard of the term an echo chamber? So I have heard. Okay, so basically, when you have an echo chamber, is basically you have a bunch of people in a room that are all saying the same thing as each other and believing, and, and to a certain extent, believing everybody's each other's crap whether it's truth or fiction Mm -hmm. you know and you got to be careful of those things i mean there's some super liberal news sources and some super the other side news sources that you know got to be careful right but you know what's one thing for sure 
That's Any, it. Anything you hear from Jim and Jason is, is the truth. Well, we're trying to be as authentic as possible. That's right. And we're not making the news. We're just sharing yeah, it. Yeah, but we're going to share the real news. Yeah. And if anybody thinks that what we said is not the truth, please let us know. Please let us know. We're always looking for suggestions anyway. Yes. Jim at Making Chips, Jason at Making Chips, right? You got it. Yeah. So, so let's why don't we get on, on to oh, it? Oh, yeah. Let's go. I, let's talk about one of my favorite subjects, which okay. is core values. Yes. Jim uh, Carr goosebumps. developed his core values, I and he did. is so excited to share it. I and, did. And we're going to critique his core values live on Making Chips. Wow. Wow. This is big. This is big. Well, can I know, mention something really quick? Yeah, go, please. So we, as I mentioned before, we have talked about core values several times on Making Chips. We feel that it's an important platform to establish for your company. And I think Jim's going to share that. And if you want to listen to more episodes yeah. about core values, yeah, yeah. go to episode 46. Makingchips.com forward slash 46. Right. And Who's ep- that one? An episode that was with Craig Zoberis. Okay. And episode 58, which is with yours truly. Who's that? Me. Me? Jason Zayer. I guess this one's going to be with Jim. Jim. Yeah. Yes. So let's back up. I've always been very respectful about the information that I take in from you, from Craig, from because I have the utmost respect for you and everybody else that shares the knowledge and the experiences that they've been through. So yeah, we've been talking about core values. And honestly, I kept thinking, is it really going to be right for my small machine shop? Am I really going to get the guy in the shop to get on board? Is, is it really going to make a difference in my company? So, you know, it's a new year, and I really wanted to do something empowering, and I wanted to do something different. And, I, we, you know, the way we run our businesses nowadays is completely different from the way my dad used to run our business. And he would have called this a waste of time. Oh, my God. It would never have happened. So I, I met with my office manager. Go out there and make some chips, Jim. Go Stop ma- talking yeah, to me about and, values. Yeah, don't. Don't even go to the bathroom before you go out there. Just go out there and get that get that spindle running. And dock yourself for the 15 minutes you talk to me about this. Exactly. Because if you're not making chips, you're, you're not, not making, making money. money. Exactly. So, but what he didn't know, what they didn't know, and, you know, God loved them. They didn't know what they didn't know. But, you know, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new attitude. And it's a whole new culture in our companies. Well, I think that companies nowadays value people more than they used to in the past. Like Because it dur- works. Because it-, it works. And it's better. And it's smart. We need to be smarter, not just treat people like a cog in the system. You know what I mean? Yes. Or another yes. line of the assembly. Yes. So I tasked my office manager with just, I said, just sit down and just She's been with us for about eight months and just throw up on a Google Doc all the things that you think encompass what you believe Car Machine Tool is all about. And I think that was a good person to ask because she's new to you. Right, exactly. She's not, you know, she could see the forest from the trees a little bit better than somebody that's been with you she for wasn't, a long time. It was not biased at all. And oh my God, she killed it. It was a lot of words and it was a lot of sentences and a lot of bullets. However... We met a week later. We read through that document again. And Jason, here's the coolest part. I went to makingchips.com forward slash 46 with Craig Zoberis. And I went to that particular part of our episode and turned and we listened to it. So we had a good roadmap on how to start creating. So it was really kind of strange for me to listen to my own program to re-educate me 
on the fundamentals of creating your core values. So when I re-listened to it, we took notes and we went, okay, here's what you and I talked about. Here's what everything you documented, what you felt was about Car Machine. How do we convey that into three, five, seven, ten bullets that are what core values are all about? And I have to tell you, first of all, it was fun. Second of all, it was really empowering. I didn't know how it was going to go over when we had our production meeting today and we got everybody involved. I didn't know how it was going to go over, but it went over well. And I have to tell you, to see the guys in the shop kind of embrace it made me, that's when I knew it was powerful and it was going to work. Because, you know, they, they're looking at the president of the company and they're saying, man, this guy's really trying to make a difference. He's so, trying to oh, make things better. He's trying, trying to, to elevate these, the company. He, he's, not just all, he's not just here to make money. He's here to give them a better well-being, a better job, a better value to what we're doing every day. Because I got to tell you, we spend a lot of time together. And the core values, again, correct me if I'm wrong, are all about the values that we as the team believe in the company. It doesn't hit, it's not about what our customers think. No, this is not intended to be a marketing piece. As a matter of fact, I believe that unless you're teaching core values like we are here and what Craig did in episode 46 and myself on episode 58, you don't even need to express these core values to anybody. They should no. just come out in your communication, right. but you don't need to go to them. I don't I don't need to go to my customers and talk about Doobie Go Life, which is a little um, shortened version of our core values because it should just come out in your communication. So it's not intended to be marketing. It shouldn't ever be marketing. You don't have to put it on the walls. You should talk about it all the time. Right. But it, it is very much about who you are as as a company. It's it's what makes the people who are there and in effect the company the best of who they are. Could not agree with you more. And going through that exercise, I really understand what you're saying now. It was an aha moment for me. You know, I, I talk about that when I interview guests on the show and I say, what was your aha moment when, as they're explaining something? I had my aha moment. I think I had it last week, but today it went to another level. And I am really excited to, to share with you, you know, what we have. Again, it it's it, it still needs to be scrubbed. It's a work in progress. It's definitely well, a work in progress. Well, what was the, you know, when you told me about this, first of all, I was thrilled and you know happy for you that you had gone through this and also surprised to to be quite honest with you, you? Um, but pleasantly surprised but what was the first thing that um that i that i said to you after you had explained you have too many of, yeah you have too many i know and that's okay <laughs> and that's okay it's good to, it's it's okay to start with 10 but but you need to narrow it down well, it was fun, you know. It was, it, it's fun doing it and talking it about is. it and stuff like that. But right. it's like you almost need to be able to rattle those core values off quickly. Um, yeah, and well, you sometimes it. it's kind of one of those, like the old adage: if, if you're everything to everybody, you're 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 nothing. If you have too many core values, it's almost like you don't have any. So you need to be able to to narrow down those core values. And and a lot of times you're narrowing them down not because you're getting rid of any. But because you're just consolidating two or three that are just very, very similar to each other. And even though you could state this as a core value, maybe the other 
what used to be a core value or what was during the um, the rough draft stage mm-hmm. um, becomes just a sub point or a talking point of that other core value. Right. So this is all fresh in my mind because I just we just conveyed this all today in in this morning's production meeting. So I am excited to talk about it and. I want to learn a little bit more from you about what the next step is here. Yeah, I think that it would be good to just go through quickly. these core values quickly. And then okay. let's talk about how we can bring these 10 core values down to, you know, five. Okay. Let's cut them in half. Okay. Okay. So the very first one is communicate. You know, that's a really generic word, but we wanted to be creative in our core value the way we call it because internally, we will all know when we say these, it's like another language we're going to be talking. Yeah, and I think that that's important. And it'll resonate. That's important to talk about because the tone of your core values are going to be very different from the tone of my core values. Absolutely. I, I, these core values, they it just, that wouldn't be, these wouldn't be core values that would be authentic to to my company, but they they are to you, you know? So I think that's important for people to realize. Well, I like being a little bit more creative. It's too. not about creativity. I would. I, I think I'm a very creative person. It's just, just the tone. I guess I would say. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't think creativity is a, is a tone. It's more of a characteristic. But your 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 the tone of your core values is just very different. Okay. And and that and that's fine, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. They because that's it's who you are. Yep. You know, you want the tone to be more like Jim Carr. You don't want. Uh, it would be ridiculous for you to have um, core values that were like Jason Zayer. You want them to be like Jim. Well, Carr. it's about Car Machine. It's well, not about Jim Carr. It, it, it you know it comes out of who you are. Yes. You know. It so what's well, your brand? Um, yeah, your it's brand your brand, and, you, and you've done the hiring, and a lot of times you hire people that are you know similar to you. So when I did tell Jason this, he says, "Remember that what you need to do." is you need to hire, evaluate, and fire your team based on all of these core values, which I didn't realize that until you said it, and I brought that up today in our production meeting so everyone knew that that's what we knew. So anyway, the first one is communicate, which is the generic word. So we just said communicating creates connections. And just briefly, I'll give you... We all know that when you engage with a customer, when you engage with each other on many levels, either through a voicemail, an email, a phone call, a physical meeting, that that communication creates connections. And that's what we want. We, want. we, we feel that's really an important aspect of doing business. The next one is creativity. And we believe that all ideas are welcomed. So my son last week mentioned something about what we need to do to to our customers, and it was like the best idea. And he probably didn't think it was relevant that big. But let me tell you, I think it was was such a powerful idea. I think it's going to change the way that we do business going forward. The next one, individuality and teamwork the core value the car core value is we march to the beat of a different drum but we're all still band members and the reason i said that is a jim carr is a big music fan i love music i've been listening to it my entire life and when i see a band i see all the people in that band all have a role 
And when they all come together and work together as a band, they create beautiful music and it's very powerful. And that's exactly how I can model my business. I see everybody in my company as a band member that brings in their specific role and responsibility in my company. And when we come together, we make magic. We, we are part of the band. I really like that one. The next one is the generic word is flexibility. So what my office manager did is she Googled flexibility. And when she Googled flexibility, a synonym for that came up the word litheness, L-I-T-H-E-N-E-S-S. It's a synonym for flexibility. And because of the fact that lithe and lathe were so similar in the way they were written, she looked up the word lathe, which we all know in manufacturing is a machine tool, but that also had reference to flexibility and roundness. And so what she said is our car core value is we, we create our own word and it's we possess latheness. So I love that because we all, we explained it, why we came up with that. And we're all practicing it. The third one is the generic word is sense of humor. The car car value is ha plus ha equals aha. So having a little fun will yield a reward. It will, it will create an aha moment. So don't take yourself too seriously. Have a sense of humor. Be fun. Have fun at work. Ha plus ha equals aha. So if you create that sense of humor in your business, there's going to be a reward at the end of the day. The next one is positivity. That's the generic word. The car core value is we possess a feel-good vibe. So what we want when our customers, when our vendors, when our peers come into Car Machine and Tool, we want to create a loose, feel-good vibe. It's kind of funny. I always have music on. I have music in my office. I have music in my shop. What When you listen to music, what, is, what does that do to you? It makes you feel better. It makes you feel better. So that I didn't even know I was doing that. But that's what I wanted to uh, portray. I wanted to portray a feel-good vibe. So when people come in and they hear you know, Michael Jackson on the radio, it makes you feel good. And they think, oh my God, these people are having a good time at work. Yeah, you had on positive, uplifting K-Love. Remember we talked about during <laughs> the did. episode yes. with um, Peter Zelensky. Yeah, absolutely. Attitude is the generic word. The car core value, which is powerful. This one's a powerful one, is the power of one letter turns can't into can. My son heard that today, and he said that was the most powerful car core value that he thought of all these 10. And it really is a powerful core value to think that one letter can change the world. The next one is the the generic term is exceptional quality. And the car core value is we aim to fly first class. So when you go to carmachine.com, the first thing that you see, the, the first text in your face is we are a first class CNC machining facility. And Everything that we do, we believe we do, and when we engage in business as first class, 
We all know how that flying first class experience is. We want to create that kind of feeling. We want our employees, we want our customers, and we want our vendors to have that feeling like they're flying first class. I don't think I've ever flown first class, but that's a whole other discussion. No, I really don't think I have. I I don't think I've walked through first class before. Okay. And I do do recognize that that whole first class experience is is part of your core values but i I don't think i've ever flown first class okay well we're gonna have to i know you're a big fan but well i I, occasionally i get to and it's i'm telling you it feels really good you're really pampered and uh and you want your 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 customers to have that same feeling i do i i i think they're they're getting that um but i want them to feel that it's a powerful emotion so the number nine one is transparency and honesty. That's the generic version. Uh, we believe exposing ourselves is a good thing. So transparency, honesty, we believe that exposing ourselves is a good thing. And you know what transparency is all about, right, Jason? I do. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's part of one of our business models. So that's, go- that's our core value with regard to transparency. We believe, and it's kind of it's kind of um, humorous too. At the same time, exposing ourselves is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. We want to show our customers. We want to show our vendors. We want to show our employees the numbers. We want to show them what we're really doing. And the last one, the number ten, is being progressive. And it's our the car core value simply is go big or go home. We all know what that means. We want to aim high. We want we want the big job. We want those are the things that are important to us. We want to we want to make a difference. So, okay, time to critique. So, first of all, it's awesome that you went through this. Thank I mean, you. seriously, Thank you. kudos to you for going through the process of developing your core values because I truly believe that not enough companies go through this process to say who we are. Secondly, um they're all very creative, which I expected from you. Right. Um, of course. And they're all little edgy in a way that I would have never created our core values, not because I wouldn't have thought of it because, you know, I'm also um, a creative type, but they're just, they're not me. You know what I mean? They're you, you know, and they're you and they're your company company, and and the way that you hire people. And so they're going to be different. I guess, you know, my first reaction is that you have one, two, three, four, five, six, 10 core values. Right. And so my, my, my first question is, do each one of these core values mean something to you? They do. Okay, that's why. That's why they're there. Would would you would, would you fight me to keep them before you no. let one of them go? So no. that's the problem. No, See, I would not fight you, you because so, I think we're still in the scrubbing stage where some of them might be the same thing, and we're gonna omit them from the yeah, list. Yeah, you have to go. Through we don't want to forget about them. Right. We're just gonna omit them from the list. Here's the thing, and I'm I'm glad that you said that because I would if you said to me, you know, our core values do be go live, so do the right thing, go above and beyond, be dependable, and life is great. I would I would say that I would fight you to keep each and every one of those. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that, you know, those are not going to change for Zengers. And so you need to have a core value such that they are not going to change and that you would fight somebody and say, this is our core values. It's not going to change. And, and, and it's, there's no debating that. So I guess let's figure out how to do that. So let's, let's back up a little bit because okay. this is the first time you've commented on it. Well, it's not the first time, but it's the first time that we've publicly commented on them. And I, I know the first time I, I told them to you, you said, we need to make them... So these are what you hire 
evaluate, and fire from. These core values are all your essence of what your company's all about. I guess that we could relate this to what I'd mentioned before, which is that I'm actually developing core values for my family. And it, it, it's not that I don't, I don't want my kids, you know, running around saying, you know, this is who we are at Zengers, but I want people to take notice of my kids and say, you know, there's something different about those Zenger kids. They exhibit these characteristics that are different than the other kids. And, you know, it just becomes innate in, in who we are. So going back to your company core values, let's let's kind of go through these one by one. So the first one that really comes to mind as far as who you are is that is your core value we aim to fi- fly first class we aim to fly first class um that and what's that, the generic word for that the the generic for that is exceptional quality and to be quite honest with you i don't like that oh no that i don't either value. it's and, too because i think that we aim to fly first class can mean so much more than you know exceptional quality right and i think that you know when you when you fly first class there's other things that go along with it maybe there's that that positivity you had the core value of we possess a feel-good vibe. I mean, I think you've already got that positivity when you're sitting in first class. I, I have never flown first class like you have, okay. um, but I imagine that I would feel really good if I was flying first class. So <laughs> well, it's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. I'm glad yeah. you think that. And, and, and I, I also think that you know, your attitude is, is also more positive, and the, po- and, the, and the people that serve you in f- first class are going to be more positive people. So um, I would almost nix you know, we possess a feel-good vibe and the power of one letter turns can't into can right away just because I feel like those are things that can be descriptive of we fly first class. Interesting. Um, okay, and, okay, good. You know, even the, the sense of humor, I think, goes along with that, not directly, but, you know, there's, there's definitely a um, just a heightened sense I imagine when I'm walking through there, everybody seems pretty happy and laughing. And yeah, you know, the radio's la- on. Yeah, we got Caleb on. They're they're laughing at me as I'm yeah. walking into coach. So you know, <laughs> saying <laughs> sucker, <laughs> you don't get to sp- hang out in first class with us. So you know, they're laughing at me as I'm as I'm walking through first class, going you know, what, you know, going to the cheap seats. Yeah, well, it's an experience, and that's what we at Car Machine want our customers to feel. Like they're they're getting an experience when they do business with us because we are unlike anybody else in that regard. We treat them like they're sitting in first class. There so, you go. There you go. That's and, exactly. And you have what we- so much there that you could explain that goes along with it. That that is so powerful. And you like like I said before, you want to be able to nail those core values just right away. And and you yeah, know, tens you a lot. Have, tens a lot. If you could have two or three, that's even better. Right. Now going to the um the first. We don't have, wait. We're not going to go through all ten, right? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Now going through like the first the first few. Of them, I think that communicating creates connections, and we beat. We, we march to the beat of a different drum. All those, that individuality and teamwork and communication, I think those things kind of intermix with each other as well. Okay. And I think if you can combine those all together, I think you'd be a lot more well off. Okay. Um, and then going to um, your creativity and flexibility. I think once again, I think if you're creative, you could be flexible, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so I think you can combine those together as well. Would you, you like to come into my shop when we sit down as a team and and share these same things, this evaluation in front of my team, I, I could, yeah, because it, I think sure. it's great to get an outside opinion, and they yeah, trust you already because sure. they know we're good friends right. and and business partners. I could absolutely, and I could be the bad guy that says, you right, know, you need well, to good cop, these. bad cop, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, 
going back to the 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 we fly first class, I would eliminate the words exceptional quality. No, that's, strike that from their now. It is all yeah. the words that are in parentheses are going away. There's we're just going to be. We just want those there to define what that particular core value means. They yeah because you know a thing like exceptional quality the one thing that you don't want to have is you don't want to have a core value that's kind of a ticket to entry and so right. in the manufacturing ticket to doing business ticket to doing business ticket right. to entry whatever whatever you want to call it um every manufacturer is going to say that they have exceptional quality i know you that's know? why that word so can't even be on it doesn't there. differentiate it doesn't, right. you and it's not going to resonate with your team cuz it's going to be like guys quality is just that's a given right you know it is we might not take the tolerance to the same level that other people do or maybe we take it a step further but quality is always there i mean american manufacturing is quality so that that that's something that you have to be careful of and i just wanted to say that to the to the metalworking nation because i i just would never use quality in your manufacturing core values because you want to you want to make sure you avoid those things that are just a the given. ticket to doing business. You want it to be something that's going to be unique to you as a company. Okay, briefly, I know this is getting into a long show, and I just want to tell you my experience with developing these in the last couple of weeks. First and foremost, I sat my office manager and I down. Well, and my team, actually, uh, we did this exercise twice, once with my office manager and once with my entire team. And I actually played back episode, I believe it was 46 with Craig Zoberis when you and Craig and I were discussing core values and how to develop them and what it meant to the particular company. And just letting them listen to that and digest it. And then to start talking about them and throwing stuff up on the computer on, on the, the computer screen so everyone could see it and just talking about them and what it means. It, then when I saw the guys in the shop start to add comments to them, I mean, that's when I saw, I saw a paradigm shift in the whole company where I'm getting everybody involved in what does it really mean to be working here at Car Machine and Tool. Yeah. So I got to tell you, it was almost like a, one of those... I, aha or goosebump moments where you just started seeing the light in everyone's face lighting up. And I think they were genuinely excited about moving forward with this. And um, at the end of the day, it's really, it, it's all about everybody, all for one and one for all. It is the ticket to doing business nowadays. And if you don't have that ticket, you're going to be out of business. Absolutely. So. And I would encourage, you know, all of the metalworking nation really sit down and, you know, do the work required to discover what your core values are. It's it's well worth your time. It's the one major thing that it's going to help more than anything else is it's going to help you to hire better. And that is huge to run a successful company is making sure that you're getting the right people in the right seats and you need to hire those people, um, not just according to their technical skills, but also according to their cultural fit. So go out wow. and do that. And, that was and, really well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I could well, have com- said that I mean, better. It, it comes from the heart. I mean, it does. Because it's, it what, really it's does. what we've been doing. It's so been I, doing. I, I would say that, you know, I'm saying this from experience that, you know, you need to make sure that you hire, you even could acquire companies. You have to do that according to your core values. Yeah. Well, like we always say at the end of the show, you know, we don't, we don't claim to know it all. All we're doing is we're just sharing the knowledge that we get in the day-to-day doings of doing business and uh and and peer grouping and and all those other things and social media. Did you just media. make words up like I the did. doings of doing business yeah, and yeah. peer grouping? It sounded good, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, thank it you. Sounded very pr- you. like you just created your own buzzwords. Yeah. 
Well, sometimes you never know. But anyway, uh, you know, that's what we do. And we're, we're so happy that you're tuned in to listen to us. Once again, uh, we're getting close to that 100-episode mark, and it's really empowering and rewarding to, to hear from you all and uh, tell us how well we're doing, and we love that engagement. And um, with that, what does my dad always say? My poor dad. <laughs> is he still saying that? <laughs> yes, he is. Does he care about making yes, chips he is. now? <laughs> I went to the assisted living facility the other day, and he looked at me, and he said, remember, Jim, if you're not making chips, <laughs> you're not making money. Bam. Bam. This podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry. We want to hear from you, the owners, managers, leaders, and engineers from the metalworking nation. What ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night? We want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. Killing me, Jim. You got to look up your own values. You shouldn't have to. <laughs> You're right. Well, <laughs> that's why Jason, you have too many. <laughs> no, they're I'm brand not, new. I'm not, I'm not into the episode. Like we always, like we always say. Thank God for editing. Um, do we always say thank God for editing? <laughs> yes, we do.